You're listening live to Right Side Radio with Phil Williams. It's hard to go wrong when you're on the right side. Right Side Radio, solid, conservative, and just plain right. Alabama's syndicated news talk leader, Right Side Radio. Phil Williams here live in the Right Side Studios. Man, we got the local, the state, the national covering down on all the issues. And like that dude just said, solid, conservative, and just plain right. Welcome to Tuesday. Tuesday at 2.06 p.m. It is January now, believe it or not. How'd that happen? 2023. I thought it was Y2K yesterday. Uh, And here we are. But let me let me jump over to my comments, and this is going to be completely off topic. All right, this is this is this is one of those stories that, well, I found it. and I thought, no, that can't be real. That tell me that didn't happen. Oh, it's happening. So you you know the deal. Every once in a while, you find one of those stories that comes along that carries a creep factor. You know, it's you can't quite put your finger on it, but despite not having the initial words to describe how you feel, that creep factor exists nonetheless. Well, I'm not often at a loss for words. Go figure. And the fact that I was, you know, kind of that way on this next story is more of an indication that I've never run across something like this and therefore had to process it for a minute or three. So by now, you're probably wondering what this creepy story is. Well, here's the deal. According to a new story in the Daily Wire, New York just became the sixth state, number six, to legalize the practice of, wait for it, composting of human remains. Boomer just gave me a look. You heard me right. Apparently, the old dark humor joke about turning into worm dirt when we die is being made into an intentional reality in New York, Washington, Colorado, California, Oregon, and Vermont, states that have become known for some of the most far-out laws on any books. But this one, this one just seems a bit weirder than usual. California Assemblymember Christina Garcia, she's a Democrat, yeah, described the process as, quote, more environmentally friendly than practices such as cremation, adding that, here's her quote, With climate change and sea level rise as very real threats to our environment, this is an alternative method of final disposition that won't contribute emissions into our atmosphere. Oh, God. So apparently the practice became a thing in San Francisco and it spread from there. Go figure. Proponents say that the practice consumes just one-eighth of the energy as cremation or conventional burials. The human composting takes place when the composting staff, which just sounds wrong, puts the deceased body in a box surrounded by wood chips, alfalfa, and straw for a month to enhance what they call change on the molecular level resulting in the formation of nutrient-dense soil. Okay, so if you're flinching like me right now, it's because, yes, that just sounds wrong. Wrong on a variety of levels. But this is what comes from a society that dehumanizes and devalues the worth of individuals. I cannot help but note that the same states that have enacted legislation to accommodate the ability to plant a tree in Mama's remains are the same states that see some of the most ardent pushes for abortion on demand. It's apparent that some of this, you know, some are of the mind that life is for the taking or the forgetting or the disrespecting at the discretion of those who never really valued human life much to begin with. Now, you may be thinking, ah, well, Phil, the dead don't care. Okay, but the living do, or at least they should. And even in death, it's possible to disrespect human life. I mean, we have laws on the books about the desecration of corpses. And lest we forget, it is a historically commonplace thing to fertilize farm fields with manure. And we've progressed so far down the rabbit hole that we can no longer think twice about relegating the remains of a loved one to the same level as nitrogen-rich manure. 
So the article from Daily Wire that gave me this story the first time, it quotes a pastor, Josh Bice, of the Praise Mill Baptist Church and the president of a group called G3 Ministries. He says this, that human composting is in complete contradiction to Judeo-Christian values that are commonly held over time. And in his words, and here's the quote, pantheists, pantheists have argued that everything can be reduced to matter, that God is everything and everything is God, and that every existing entity is only one being. And under this view, there's no difference between wood chips and alfalfa or a human body. He says, from the earliest times, the human body has been considered sacred. The rationale is based on what is known as the imago dei, which affirms that God created every person equally in his own image. All right, so go ahead. Take the concepts of abortion on demand, often for the sake of convenience or to absolve one of the fear of the unknowns of life. Add to that the composting of human remains because it saves the environment and lowers the carbon footprint of post-death ceremonies. And then lump both of those together with recent movements towards euthanasia. You see, recently in Canada, we find that what is commonly referred to by the acronym MAID, M-A-I-D, or more fully as Medical Assistance in Dying, has expanded tenfold in the past 10 years. Tenfold. The argument has gone beyond the so-called assisted death with dignity and more and more has become assisted death for therapy. Recently, the Voice of American News ran a story that outlines the Canadian government's intent to expand euthanasia to those with mental illness. Can you imagine? Canadian Physicians for Life issued a statement saying that such a practice is an abdication of the government and doctors to offer death as a solution instead of treatment. And it goes on to say, it goes to the very heart of what the physician thinks, the quality of life of the person in front of them, and clearly that's not a decision that should ever have to fall to a doctor. Her point in saying that is that medical professionals should be dedicated to the preservation of life, not the ending of it. But yet, Canadian lawmakers are of the determination that those who are mentally ill and possibly not even to make sound decisions for themselves should be put in a position of being taken out of the inconvenience of those around them by ending them permanently. I kid you not. So in a society that has dehumanized human life, it is easier and easier to move to a place where the most vulnerable in our society, the unborn, the sick, and the infirm, the mentally ill, can just be put out of their misery. And then once they're out of their way, or out of our way, we can turn them into a bag of potting soil and fertilize the raised beds where we grow tomatoes to feed the family. That's just gross. I mean, there was a time when such thoughts and practices were just merely the stuff of science fiction and dystopian movies. I mean, it was pure evil portrayed in such movies like 1973's Soylent Green, where the world watched the movie and recoiled when Charleston Heston's character realized to his shock and horror that what the superfood was that the government was using to feed the masses was really not just food. In the final scenes of the movie, which depicted a society where government had rampant overpopulation, pollution, and global warming, that they had food shortages. They fed the poor through highly processed wafers, which is called Soylent Green. And government-run clinics in the movie were also used for assisted suicide to ease population growth. Sounds far-fetched? Maybe not so much anymore. It got worse at the end of the movie, though, when Heston tried to warn the world by shouting out, Soylent Green is people! It was a shocking ending to a weird and discomforting movie where it's revealed the masses are being fed from the processed human remains. Am I overreacting? You be the judge. But I do know this. What to do with people, actual, living, breathing, soul-filled people, or with their remains once they have passed, it should never be based solely on questions of convenience or finances or logistics or selfish emotion. 
In my view, the composting of human remains to fertilize a garden is just one more step in the dehumanizing of the human race. Then again, maybe dehumanizing is what was intended all along. And that's a wrap for the Right Side Way. Yeah, weird story. Weird, weird story. Like, beyond weird story. I mean, the idea that you can take Mama down to the composting unit and have them turn her into dirt that you can fertilize your garden with just ranks up there with one of the sickest things I think I've ever heard. It's just like, I don't know, like one step short of cannibalism. But there we are. Abortion on demand, composting of human remains, death of the mental illness through euthanasia. What next? Soylent Green. Bill Williams, Right Side Radio. Y'all stay tuned. We'll be right back. back phil williams right side radio solid conservative just plain right oh, saving the world one sound bite at a time uh so i got uh, the text lines have already blown up <laughs> by the way happy birthday to john from huntsville uh so there's that uh john from huntsville i appreciate you uh he texts in on a regular basis and uh so yeah happy birthday man uh glad for you and many many more my friend um by the way, he also uh, pointed out that the weather in, 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 and by the way, I think the weather in our entire listening area, which is like North Alabama, uh, from, from like Clanton North, is rough. And I'll tell you right now, we are in a red cell right here at the Right Side Studio right now. So Boomer and I are watching things. If we see something, uh, you know, more difficult than just heavy rains and winds, we'll, uh, we'll let you know. But in the meantime, just keep a weather eye out on the horizon and uh, watch your uh, Watch your, uh, your weather alerts because they are saying this could be a day with some uh, pretty serious inclement weather. So uh, stay, stay tuned. We'll let you know if we see it. Um, also, by the way, uh, John from Huntsville said there is some flooding going on in Huntsville right now. I don't doubt it. So if you've got a way home that usually takes you through some roads that have a tendency to uh, fill up, then just, uh, just make, make, that, uh, make that thought process uh, occur before you leave and not during it. Um, and I've got uh, several texts on the monologue we just said. Um, uh, you know, Allie from Athens points out that some people will think that's their duty to do so. I guess with uh, the, those type of, of folks that uh, go down that road of, uh, of composting humans. Uh, I did have, by the way, one uh, of our text members, Michelle from Huntsville, said that um, it's been going on for a while in several states. And she said she had a friend that used one of those companies in Seattle and they were mortified. Um, yeah, it just, thanks, Michelle. I appreciate that. And I know it's out there, um, but I'm just learning about it. <laughs> so I'm like, just now freaked out. I'm not freaked out a long time ago. I'm just like, God, this is, this is gross. Uh, let's see what else we got here real quickly before I move on. Um, Jeff from Decatur just sent us something. Um, just talking about the votes up there. I'll have to read that in a minute and see what's on it. And then uh, yeah, Richard from Madison heard my monologue said I could have gone uh, all year without hearing that. So <laughs> I get it. I get it. But it's one of those things, too. You, like, so, Boomer, I mean, have you, had you ever heard? I saw the look on your face. So, and like, Boomer doesn't know my monologue before I start it. 
Um, no, I do not. <laughs> <laughs> I say things sometimes that catch him totally off guard. So, had you ever heard of composting of human remains? No, I actually have not. I, I mean, I've heard people, you know, they burn their remains, put them in a vase, and then throw them on the yeah. beach and stuff like. I've heard that. Yeah, like scattering their ashes. Yeah, scattering ashes. Yeah, but I, I, I just, this feels different to me. This is like intentionally turning mama into a bag of dirt you can stick a shovel in and just scoop her out into the flower beds. And I just don't see that as being good. Are you going to put them in vegetable gardens? That, yeah, I, I, yeah. I mean, that type of stuff. I mean, yeah. that's... Plant a tree. <laughs> Plant a tree. Uh, I, I don't just, know. It just it just feels disrespectful. Right. Uh, a little a little on the weird side for me, personally. <laughs> I mean, it just is. Just if y'all little. could see Boomer's face right now. <laughs> just, just a little bit. Do you, do you have you on the screen right now, man? I do, I do not. Because <laughs> my... <laughs> oh yeah this makes you this makes you want to have a hot dog doesn't it right. no not really not really no no it doesn't we laugh but darn no hey we just got an aloha from our buddy uh racing over in hawaii racing appreciate you aloha to you man um and then uh we got uh brandon from athens just saying hey hey brandon <laughs> good, good. Anyway, um, JT from Lacey Springs says being neutral, embalming began in the U.S. primarily in the 1860s. Prior to this, in a way, it was composting. Yeah, but no, no. When they bury him in a box and they put a marker on the grave, or at the very least, have a ceremony. I don't know, JT. That's not the same as hey, we made you some fresh potting soil, full of nutrients, so you can. S- you know, fill up your raised beds and grow better tomatoes with mama's remains and occasionally find a tooth in there and stuff. I mean, God, just no, no, thank you. No, not at all. No, no, no. Um, all right. Hey, listen, we got a lot of stuff on for you. And I will tell you this, uh, it's getting wild up in DC right now for the first time in, re- in, in recent memory. Uh, the, Nominee for the Speaker of the House, the one who was expected to walk into the seat, is not gotten it yet. They've already voted twice, and they're poised to take up a third vote. By the way, these are not slow votes. Uh, they started the second vote well before I went on the air. They're doing a full roll call vote uh, with members having to be present and because uh, proxy voting is ending. And, and so we're looking at, you know, right now, there is a difficult... I'm looking at uh, Alabama Representative Terry Sewell on the screen right now, uh, among other members of the, on the floor. And they're saying McCarthy did not have the votes in the second round. So we'll get into that, and I'll tell you whys and wherefores and what it means. Uh, and how does this work now? What do they do? You may be surprised to find out what happens if they don't get the speaker elected. Um, in fact, I think I see Dale Strong right now, the new congressman uh, from uh, the Huntsville area. Uh, on the uh, floor of the house, uh, talking to folks, and this is the first day, by the way. This is day one for the freshmen. So you got folks like Dale Strong, who's up there for the very first time. Katie Britt's in the Senate, obviously, uh, but she's up there now for the very first time. Um, so it's uh, it's a he- kind of a heady day for the new ones. Uh, they get a chance to take their families up there, sort of go on a tour, have their photo made, being sworn in, and uh, and then this happens. Then the train wreck. Ain't nobody getting out the station yet. We'll tell you more when we get back. Number one of the Triple Dipper, Congressional Chess. That's where we are. Phil Williams, Right Side Radio. Y'all stay tuned. We'll be right back.